Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Backstreet Boys and Girl and Danny this week because we are in Southwark recording a park run special. I'm Claire, I have done, I reckon, 20 to 25, but only probably about 17 with a barcode because I'm really, I know I'm really bad at forgetting mine, but I'm here in my park run 10 t-shirt because when I first started park running, I was a junior, so I've been there since the beginning from, from a very young age. Um, Jodie, I've done. I think I've done seven, but I'm the same with you. There's a couple I didn't have. A, didn't have a barcode for. So I've probably. I mean, probably loads more than that, really. Hundred maybe. <laughs> um, but, but I've got my. I've got my own keyring um, barcode now. Um, there's one like literally five minutes from my front door, so I have no excuse. Only that nine o'clock on a Saturday morning is a little bit early for me. I'm afraid. Can, can I just say, Bayo here? I've never done a part run before, um, and my first one is on undoubtedly the coldest day <laughs> since, since since March. Remember when we had like four foot of snow? In March? Oh yeah, it's basically the coldest the day. Since, the world indoors. Yeah. So thanks, part run, for this introduction. And also, I should just quickly say, we're back. We've been a bit of a haters, haven't we? Have. But we're, we're back with a, with a special, so that's great. <laughs> I'm Danny Norman. I have. Do you want me to bore you with the stats? No. Definitely. I love them. This will be, be my 612th park oh run. Uh, been doing it for 13 and a bit years. Uh, I've done about. I've lost. I've tracked 260 plus different events. I've been around. Um, and yeah, just a big history of it. Nice low barcode number. And uh, yeah, looking forward to doing Southwark Park Run for the third time. So the last time I see it was four and a bit years ago. So I'm looking forward to doing it again. How so, many uh, continents have you ticked off? I've only done America uh, a couple of times. So, <laughs> went to New York and San Francisco. This time last year, as a matter of fact, speaking about the cold, this time last year, I was doing Chrissy Field in, in the nice, uh, warm, 78 degrees <laughs> over now, so it's completely opposite. Um, and then I did New York a few weeks ago, but I've done France and Italy, but I've got other ambitions to go to other places too. Two, one. We're the Southern Park Run Boys. And, and you're listening, listening to, to the Backstreet Boys. Boys. So Danny, what's your Park One personal best? Uh, I'll get nowhere near it today. Uh, Sixteen twenty-five. Oh, I, <laughs> um, I, I think mine's twenty-four something. I've gone twenty-three at Parkrun before, but I'm going to caveat it today and say two things. Firstly, what I love about Parkrun is it doesn't matter how exactly. Fast you that's go. so true. Yeah. Um, and actually, when Danny and I met to discuss this episode, you picked me up, Danny, didn't you, on saying that I kept saying run, not race, and that's the right way to mm-hmm. approach Parkrun, and that's what's yeah. so great about it. I think my other caveat is that I'm going to be recording on the way around. Yes, we all are. Um, so. <laughs> trying to not get too out of breath well I'm just going to point out that I've done two um, body fit what are they called crossfits Crossfits this week I can barely walk so I don't know about running (laughs) it's that down to me then isn't it (laughs) 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 to fly the flag for the back straight boys (laughs) I I don't run any this was quite a few years ago when I ran my PB so I'll be taking it relatively easy I'll be going hard as I can but a long time just to be able to get anywhere near that but I, I, I really enjoy them now and I really uh, take them in I used to enjoy running them hard but now I just like to try and uh, just go around them and, uh, and enjoy talking during it as well, well you do two laps don't you sometimes you go around a second time to take I will, in I will go around again yeah so uh, to explain to, <laughs> to explain to explain that my, my awful joke is that I like to go past and uh, I take the events in so obviously going around quite a, a lot of places a lot of them are very picturesque and so when you're going around hard first time you don't take everything in when you go around again you you take a lot of the sites in again you get to go speak to the marshals a lot more you always get to go and say hi to the marshals i always say i'm getting my money's worth out of it one of the things you just said claire about how it's not a race it is a run and that's really important and that's why it's been so successful mm. because there's no pressure you don't feel intimidated by other people there's a really fun atmosphere and as you said the marshals yep. we should all thank them because they're awesome they come out here for free they stand they direct yep. us and they lots of fun and encouragement and, and um like kind of high fives and everything yep. as i said i've not done that many part runs but the ones i have done I've thought 
brilliant, brilliant events. Um, as I understand, it's perfectly acceptable to, to walk if need be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not asking for a friend. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's kind of key. It's uh, People will argue semantics, and I've watched the argument with, uh, about the whole run not erasing over years and uh, trying to understand why people end up going well it's the fact that well there's timing and there's positions and everything else and therefore i insist it is and therefore i race it and so on and it's it, it's not a matter of what you do as it was the verb it's the noun it's it's the kind of it's uh, what the event is and um, you end up going well I, well I race it well okay fine if i do a race and i and i do it as a training run it doesn't make it a training run that's a race and so what are the subtle differences and as you know in terms of the the, the relaxed nature of it all yeah. the fact that there's no pressure there are no prizes at the end um and there isn't trophies there's no money to be won there's no race boobs and so on you can go around with your dog and, and your uh, a kid in a uh, push yeah, chair and so do, on don't they? Well, absolutely yeah, and nothing so nothing more dispirited than when you're overtaken by someone I've done runs before and I've done I mean you wouldn't believe it but I've done marathons I've done half marathons I've done lots of 10k's um, but there are been, have been times when I've been overtaken by someone dressed you as Tigger got, no you once, <laughs> overtaken, you once got overtaken by multiple people dressed as toilets <laughs> <laughs> and like, like an 80 year old woman race walking I've never, I've never done a long run but I haven't been overtaken by an 80 year old woman race walking <laughs> the only kind of race there is with yourself mm-hmm. and that's nice getting a time because mm-hmm. often yeah. you wouldn't get a time yeah. if you're out for a training run so it is something that you could do if you do the same course every week you yeah. can you can compete against yourself trying mm-hmm. to get a bit better if you're not hungover maybe you'll do a bit better <laughs> in one week than another week but um, yeah overall I'm, I'm going to say I'm looking forward to the sun's coming out a little bit so maybe yeah. it's not going to be as freezing cold we're going to talk now about Park Run one of the big success extraordinary success we did a piece it? on breakfast I think in its 10th anniversary just so simple it's free and the Worst thing about working on Saturday mornings, every Saturday on breakfast, I love it, but we can't do park run, can we? We've got marshals coming on the pod, we've got event directors, we've got first-timers, we've got a whole smorgasbord of park run coming up. And with Danny's expert guidance, we might pull together some sort of podcast. <laughs> it does pretty much what it says on the tin. It's a bunch of people in a park uh, running around. The first-timers briefing is just moments away, so Bea, we're going to have to send you off to get schooled in a moment. But just quickly, there are a couple of challenges that one can complete within park run. Oh. And they've all got funky names. So I'm going to say a name, and you guys are going to guess what that challenge entails. <laughs> okay. What do you have to do to complete the Alpha Beta Challenge? Alpha. Alphabeta. 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 Uh, a variety of park runs with the first letter in the alphabet. Right. It's possible all the way up, to, apart from X. With that in mind, so that's an alphabeteer. What's a Groundhog Day park run? Okay, so that's the same thing over and over again, right? Yes. So do you just do the same one over and over again? Or do you do, do, do like Dan, what Danny does? You do it and then you run again? After, no? Close. 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 Go on, Danny, you can be our it's, revealer. It's quite hard to do as well. It's, if you do it one week, you run, say, uh, 25 minutes, and the following week, you do 25 minutes as well at the same event. The if you're repeating same time. So you're trying to get the same time. Yeah. I've, I've only ever done it twice. <laughs> so, the, so the exact same time yeah. for a second week. The event after, you do it again. That's this fun. one is great. What is staying alive? Uh, 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 That's just uh, what, what we're alive. doing today. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. So something to do with the 
Bee Gees. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Bee Gees, a sailor, so Bee G. Bee, uh, Bee Gees. Ba, 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 uh, I'm being given some signs across. <laughs> uh, I don't know what they mean. It's three. 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 Right. So you have to do three in a row. Three. G's. And three. What? So you three, three B's and three G's. So th- oh, so if you did like Burgess, Rockwell, Burgess, and then Groven's, yeah, and so on. Yeah. Okay. Right. Three B's, three G's. It's very nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't really find myself massively in this. I just know of it. All right? I yeah, think yeah, 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 yeah. But you've ticked all these boxes. <laughs> I, I have, unfortunately. I have. Um. This one's easy, and you'll nail it. What stopwatch bingo? Stopwatch bingo. So I don't know. That's the name of You've got to do every second between kind of dead on a minute all the way up to the next minute over your course of your park run career. It's really hard to do because <laughs> your time may not align with exactly, the moment's yeah. time. And I may point out I have done it, but I did not specifically go for it. Right? But you looked it up. It's coincidentally, I've done it. There is a, there's an extension that, that shows you all this. Someone's done an extension on, your, on the webpage that will tell you all this information without you having to go and talk, look, okay. uh, find it out. And last but not least, I'm just going to tell you about this one because I think it's so funny. This one called The Full Ponty, because there's two Ponties with a Y and one Ponty with an E What's on the park run list. Just places called Ponty. Oh, places called so the Ponty. full Ponty is going and checking off all three. And Danny, come on, you've done the full Ponty, right? I've done one of them. Uh, <gasps> oh. Oh. Ponty Creed, Ponty Pool, and Ponty Fraction. I've only done Ponty Creed, I'm afraid. So there we go. There's yeah. room for everybody to get more park run on. Hi, I'm Morgan Lake, and you're listening to the Backstreet Boys. Please head over to the man waving the uh, sheet just by this tree, and we'll let you know how it all works and what's going on. First timers at Summit Core, first timers ever. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. First time briefing. Good morning, tourists, and good morning, first time park runners. Any first time first timers? Yay! Yay! Excellent! Good choice to come here at Sadak. Um, for the first timers, a quick um, recap of what Park Run is. We're a free 5k run, we're not a race. So uh, all speeds are welcome. You can run it, you can jog it, you can walk it. Hi, this is Tony Minicello, and you're listening to The Backstraight Boys. <laughs> okay, Jodie, without using the words freezing, arctic or tundra, how are you feeling? <laughs> freezing. <laughs> um, no, it's really cold. I've just taken it's my top so off. It's it, we're, we're off. Oh, it's time for the briefing. All right, let's wander on over. Oh, I don't want to take my jacket off. Yeah, just go, just go for it. At the start line. Oh, here comes the briefing. Pipe down. Boys, final thoughts? No, I'm good, Claire. I did one last week. I'm all I'm all up for part one. A, one, I've got my glasses on. That's a mistake. Um, B, um, I'm going to kill you. He is as well. I know we can't use this word. Are we racing? We're getting told off. I'm using the word race. I'm not racing. Oh, I said winner to somebody. I got really told off. <laughs> and I quizzed someone on their finishing time and told them I was going to beat it. <laughs> Yeah, was that wrong? Was that, was that a faux pas? That's a part? taboo, absolutely. It's, it's a run. I feel bad now. <laughs> <laughs> it was so nice. <laughs> I've lost the boys already, which is a great start. Oh, wow, I've just seen Jodie's right near the front. Hang on, I'm going to go find Jodie. There they are. Um, 
Jodie, you've really backed yourself. You're very close to the front. After, after a course record or something and you've not that, told us. That wasn't intentional. Got Elliot Kipchoge in summer. <laughs> oh, here we go. Boys, enjoy. Oh. Happy park running. <laughs> and we're off, so I'm going to do a little report as we go around. This is Jodie, by the way. Ah! Everyone's overtaking me, so I'm going to slow down and try and have fun. Yeah. Did get off to the best of start. I started running, dropped my phone, and then couldn't work out how to start my. Uh, um, oh dear, stopwatch. So, by the time I looked out, Jodie Claire had disappeared. I thought they were in front of me. I started off too fast and I've realised they're not in front of me so they must be behind me and now I'm basically running way too fast and there's a little girl who cannot be more than eight she's in front of me I suspect she's going to stay there see you later I'm about 200 metres in Bayo has just flown past me now he said he wasn't going to record any audio because his phone was running out of battery but Having just seen that, I reckon that's all absolute codswallop. And he's actually just <laughs> going for the win. Oh, this is lovely. You cannot be a nice crisp morning in the sun around a London park. Probably just over halfway. And the little girl is now way ahead of me. She's made another 10, 15 metres. This is shameful. We're approaching one of my favourite bits of parkrun where you get to thank all the marshals for their time. Always love this. Don't know why, I just really enjoy shouting thanks, Marshall. Thanks, Marshalls! So it's Jodie again. I think I've just gone past halfway. Um, and there's someone in front of me, or I think it's Claire. And I know this isn't a race, and I know it's against the spirit of power, but I'm going to try and beat her. I am 10 metres behind Bayer Furlong. After his initial dash for glory, I'm catching him up. Claire just caught me up. Shame. <laughs> I'm going to let her stay with me for a bit and then kick past her. <laughs> I'm past Bayer. Just hit three kilometres, so I've got to keep my head down keep grafting like myself but he's no Adam shot he won't get me in the last lap okay so the good news is I've overtaken that little girl the bad news is that Claire has massively overtaken me ah. 800 metres to go I am tired now let's oh, go ahead of Bayo and that's what matters finished I'm pretty tired um, about 23.30 which I'll take considering I was chatting oh that was hard by the end I was um, <laughs> really panting and as you might be able to tell that's not yet abated so I got totally trounced by Claire and it turns out the ultra olds got a kickback to next to Barber so um, shame oh so it's Jodie I finished um I quite like this part one. I like the lap thing. Um, right, in latest news, remember that girl I was going to catch up, Claire, who's just a bit in front of me. So number one, I didn't catch her. Number two, it wasn't Claire. So uh, <laughs> my race tactics weren't very proficient. But I'm finished. 
I need to find the others now. They're definitely ahead of me. Hi, my name is Asha Phillip, and you're listening to The Backstreet Boys. I know it's not a race, <laughs> but but we did get quite competitive. No, you're just saying because you won, Claire. No, That's what you're trying I'm to say. Actually, That's a roundabout way no, of saying you got Claire. Well, Claire, actually, it's not, not a race. Not a race, and we're all winners. I never said it was a race. It's a run. It's a run. I just ran faster than you guys. <laughs> I'm here with Gio, who... No, I'm not allowed to say you're the winner, am I? No, I am the first finisher. <laughs> Big difference in there. So can you explain to me the difference that for, for um, part one? I mean, like, Parkrun is just the most wonderfully inclusive event I've ever taken part of. Uh, you have really fast runners. Yeah. Well, not me. Normally, the, the first finisher is way faster than me. Uh, and you have people who just want to take it easy and just be a bit active. Uh, we do it as a family, very often. Uh, it's, a, it's a three and a half lap course. So often my wife walks with my daughter in the pram for the first two laps. Then I finish, I pick the pram up, and my wife runs the rest. Uh, I uh, teach, and I get my students to come and do it here as well. Uh, a group of them, uh, we're doing the big half together, a half marathon uh, around London. And as training, we'll, we're doing park run together uh, on a bi-weekly basis. So it, it's just wonderful, for want of a better term. Being the first place finisher, it must give you some satisfaction. It does, yeah. it does, it does, of course, of course, of course. But it's not the end of the world. It wouldn't have been the end of the world if the guy was just behind me, overtook me, because it's not what it is about. Yeah. Uh, at this point, I've run Parkrun a couple of hundred times. Uh, I have finished first before. I've finished second way more times than I finished first. And, well, Celebi is just awesome the way it is, no matter what. But what I was really happy about was as, as I finished I passed the finish line for the last time I was about 10 minutes past and you finished so you didn't lap me well that, uh, <laughs> that, that's wonderful uh, I mean like the great thing about parkrun I think is that everyone can have their own different goals and everyone is equally important I mean like for you it might be not to not be, lapped. be lapped by the first finisher uh, for others it might be to finish it without stopping and walking mm. at any point for others it might be to go sub 16 well not for me <laughs> no. that, that's not gonna happen but uh, it, it's one of the wonderful things possibly the best thing yeah. listen thank you very much for talking to us and congratulations okay well thank you <laughs> thanks very much i've got my breath back and i am now with a couple of incredibly special volunteers who each week or at least regularly come and do what's called tail walking and how long does it take normally uh about 45 minutes ever much longer than that like what's the longest that you've um, taken an hour and it with pole 10 minutes with pole yeah Gosh, yeah 70 minutes but then i feel that's almost more inspiring than being if there were hair at parkrun or something because you get to travel around the five kilometers of the people for whom it's really quite a challenge no absolutely i think you forget sometimes that for some people running 5k is not as easy for others and even for myself when i first started doing parkrun never thought I'd be able to complete 5k mm -hmm. at all and I, I'm just very inspired to do it every week and for me I've been there myself I know how hard it is and I really want to encourage people to to be like me to be able to turn up every week and do this piece of exercise first thing on a Saturday morning <laughs> that I have to say 10 years ago I would never ever have been brave enough to do it's having the courage to to believe that part run is here not to be fast but just to to complete 5k as slow as you want, but just to finish it is the main thing. And the buzz you get out of finishing it with all these amazing people around is just fantastic. And I never thought, even for myself, that I would be saying this, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. But I... And the best bit is 
at the end of it, we all make friends and we all go over with a spoons mm-hmm. and have a coffee and no one sits on their own. <laughs> so you're here for the spoons. Yeah, no one sits no one sits on their own. Everyone will invite everyone. Because Sue, if I've got this right, you used to come down here and run round on your own runs, didn't yeah. you, before Parkrun yeah. dragged you in. Yeah. Are you a load happier now that your Saturday runs are part of this community? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to run and then Laurent, Thanks, he got me involved. Yeah. She was very persuasive not to come and join. It was always her own style. She wanted to run her own way and it was never going to happen. But one day, we got her to run with us and suddenly the whole thing changed. Yeah. yeah. And Sue's done the most solid park runs, I think, out of the whole, the whole year. Really? How many? Started. Since uh, it started, yeah. I think I've done about 213, oh something my like God. that. But nowhere else. Yeah. Nowhere else. Only here. So you've run over a 1,000 kilometres around this park. Yeah, and more. That is absolutely <laughs> I've incredible. run every morning for about two and a half hours. And so then why do you tailwalk? Do you not? Do you go and run another day of the week? Why is it that this is so special that it's worth giving um, up the running for? No, because I run and then it's just we give something back by tail walking or volunteering so if they ain't got enough people then i will just step in parkrun is entirely free it really prides itself on being something that costs nothing Mm. to participate in i think that the saying the best things in life are free definitely feel that that is parkrun we're using our parks the green spaces we're meeting the community we're taking exercise and i think every every person will say that they get a buzz out of that and something quite amazing from it and, and I have to say personally that that has happened to me If you don't mind sharing, I'd absolutely love to hear from each of you, Jen and Sue, one story as a marshal that's really stuck with you anything that was particularly moving or humorous or just something that you'll never forget from your days um, of volunteering. A couple of them that was Jen Lauren and Jill um my mum died a couple of years ago and I come over to the park run and they all kept with me oh. and took me round as friends so otherwise I wouldn't have done it. I bet that meant an awful lot. Yes, yeah, yeah. Coming out of your house at a time like that is difficult enough, let alone yeah. to do something as taxing as a run. And then they what they run the whole way around with you? Yeah, yeah, they stayed with me. First of all, Sue came round in the morning so that was one big thing and then we were able to stay with her and then just go for the run and it was quite an emotional moment because she'd done it many times but this was an important moment we felt very proud to be with her and uh, you know we still are today so it's it's a great environment and this is really what brings the community to Parkrun and that's what I enjoy doing I suppose then a big takeaway for me from this chat is that Parkrun isn't about what happens between the gun and the tape as it were it's not about the five kilometres No. It's about everything that comes with it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, particularly for me, it's coming in the morning and being able to see Sue on a Saturday morning, see what's going on, speak with everyone who comes and joins us every Saturday morning and just have a quick chat, be able to run and then at the end, all join again, have a chat about what's going on the weekend maybe and what we did during the week, maybe even help each other out. <laughs> 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 That, that one is another good story as well. Everyone knows everyone around here. <laughs> <laughs> so th- this was quite an interesting one because uh, 
with this couple uh, take the dog every morning only on Saturday morning and at the beginning it was quite a bit of a challenge because she was quite uh, annoyed with us being in the park you know she felt that Uh the park was for her and her dogs and obviously we were uh, spoiling her fun, I guess. Uh, and, and she'd throw, she'd sit on the park bench down there, and as we would run, she'd throw the ball for yeah. the dog. Would she? Yeah, at the beginning, she was quite. Uh, let's say, let's say that she wasn't the most welcoming of all for, yeah. for us mm. runners. Over time, we went to see her. We sat down. We actually mm-hmm. spent a bit of time with her and said, "Look, listen, you know, we're gonna here be here for the long term. The park is for everybody. We, we've recognised that, you know, we're probably spoiling your fun with your dogs and and your morning uh, walk with mm-hmm. them. But, you know, would it be possible maybe for you to come slightly later? And now, you know, we we actually get on really well. And this is again what I think Parkrun does to uh, the community. <laughs> maybe you can talk about why you do all this running at the moment. What, what is what, um, what keeps you doing this? I've got bipolar. So the brain keeps on working and the pills are trying to calm me down, mm-hmm. but I get overactive. The fact that you're down here every weekend means that you're spending time with people who yeah. can keep track of where you are and just touch mm. base with you and make sure that you're happy and healthy. Yeah. And we see that as well because, you know, when she comes in the morning, she's smiling and we know sometimes, you know, she may not be very happy so we're trying to encourage her and we're trying to be with her and trying to find out what's going on mm. and that really does help and we see that every week it's really nice that we can yeah. be part of that as well and be part of her life it's the same as Hazel isn't it yeah, um, absolutely she's just had an operation on her foot mm-hmm. and a couple of the runners have gone down and picked her up, picked her up to, so oh was that the woman in the wheelchair yeah. with the devil horns yeah. on her yeah, yeah. so yeah, she usually her. runs with us all the yeah. time but okay. she had this big foot operation so. and we go round there and see her I've been round there a couple of times mm-hmm. and seen her Something that we've just celebrated nationally was Mental Health Awareness Day. And I would argue that actually Parkrun is pretty much an even split in terms of the importance for how good it is for you internally as well as physically. I think the pills can help on mm-hmm. mental health, but they can't do, give you what you need. And the running yeah. and getting out and talking to people, I think that's better than the pills. What percentage of people go away from Parkrun having had a positive experience? And you'd really see the tough ones from the back here. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I've been a tail walker a few weeks ago when the lady was doing her first ever, she was doing her couch 5k Parkrun. It was her first ever Good for her. 5k. And I think, you know, just that achievement of doing that is just fantastic for her. And I, I think I'd find it very difficult to find anyone that doesn't have a positive experience. And I think it really... For me, it's more about the people who are not the athletes or not seeking PBs mm-hmm. that are just here for exercise and trying to challenge themselves yeah. from a health point of view. Racing. Yeah. And I think that is what the absolutely critical thing about part run is it is for everyone. And I think even the fact we now call ourselves in terms of volunteer or tail walker, mm-hmm. I think it should be even more encouraging to people to come along. Yes, you're right. You can walk mm-hmm. it, you can run it but there's absolutely no pressure to go fast or to get specific times you can come along and it doesn't matter how long you take or it's just com- completing at whatever speed you want and I'm very comfortable myself on a beautiful cold winter's day like this you know what better way to spend the morning and walking around the park encouraging people to, to do the park run and on that truly lovely note we've just reached the home straight Yay! thank you <laughs> thank you so much I'm both of you for walking with me I'm even more sold on Park Run than I was an hour ago 
Hey Jess, how old are you? Eleven. You're eleven. Now, I'm very impressed with you because the whole way round I watched you running and you, you beat me by quite a bit, which is really, really impressive at your young age. How long have you been doing park runs? A year and a bit. Do you belong to a, a running club or anything? No, but I do athletics on Saturdays there. At the track there? What, what's your favourite events? Um, long distance and long charm. And who are your athletics heroes? My family <laughs> and Jessica and Hill. Great, that, that's a great hero to have, isn't it? Listen, all the best. I'm really, really impressed with you. I hope to see you at the Olympics one day. Tell me about the run director's role. It's, a, it's essentially a, an overseeing role. Uh, you, you, you sign up people um, to volunteer every week um, and then you... Um, kind of execute the run on the day you, you train all the volunteers so, so they know what they're doing send them to the locations and then oversee the run uh, the final part of it is to do the results processing afterwards so oh, everyone right. gets timed uh, they get a token and then we marry all the data together to, to make the results that go on the website afterwards and how many times have you volunteered at part one i've volunteered um i've officially volunteered here 80 80 or so times um I've done run director. I think this is my 15th or 16th time of run directing. Um, I love, I love volunteering. It's really fun. And how did you get into park running? Did you start off running, running or? Yeah, I, a couple of uh, really hardcore park runner friends of mine essentially badgered me, but in the nicest <laughs> possible way, uh, told me park running would be really fun. Um, and so I started in 2013. So five years ago, I started park running. And yeah, I was just running. I got into volunteering pretty quickly because um, I was uh, actually training for a marathon at the time. So I do long runs after parkrun so I did go down and I was marshalling a lot um, and I caught the bug for both running and volunteering and has volunteering overtaken the running now do you actually get to run park runs yeah no I do I, I work Saturdays as well uh, so I don't get to come as often as I'd like so I, I, essentially my volunteering is more or less um, capped to run directing now um, and then I, I run every other week so I do I normally run about 20 or 30 a year and I, I volunteer here 10 or so times a year now obviously um, I know you as Matt but this week you're Super Mario that's right Luigi <laughs> so is dressing up um, part of the fun uh, part of the fun of, of um, Parkrun yeah Parkrun's a very fun place so uh, I'd say any excuse to dress up we have themed runs <laughs> um, we have a we have a, a marathon themed run in April that we do uh, where people obviously dress as, uh, as uh, well they, they come as marathon runners and we, we set like landmarks out around the course so we have a tower bridge and, for example at Parkrun uh, even though we're in the park uh, yeah, Halloween we do, um, Christmas, we'll have a Christmas theme, fancy just running a couple of months as well, everyone will come with Santa hats on and what have you, so yeah, we, we like to have fun. I, I spoke to you a bit early on and I said I normally run the Burgess Park one and I much prefer this Park one. Really? Cool. Yeah, I like, oh, well, the, I, like I love Burgess, Burgess is wonderful. Burgess is lovely and it's really nice and yeah. you run around the lake and everything, but I like this, the, the laps, yeah. it just feels like you haven't run as far somehow. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like coming here for the people. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a, we had a, our old course was three laps. This is three and a half now. So I find the extra half a bit grating, even though it's the same distance. Yeah. It's a weird kind of uh, psychosomatic thing, I suppose. I think I'll come back here. It's only like 20 oh, minutes please away. please do. So it's wonderful. Yeah, we'd be Thank happy to have you. very much for hosting us today. And Thanks I for really, really enjoy part one. Hi, I'm Cathy Freeman, and you're listening to the Backstreet Boys. No. <laughs> <laughs> We are perched in the Weatherspoons in Southwark. <laughs> we thought we'd turn our attention to some of the wider issues surrounding Parkrun, and who better to speak to you really than you then, Mike, because you started Southwark, didn't you? I did, yeah. So, uh, Mike Kutowski, so I'm, I'm the event director at Southwark Parkrun. I think there's, there's a lot of variation in how easy or difficult it is to set up an event. Some, some councils, some London boroughs will um, 
other administrative areas will have more or less interest in Parkrun as a concept, will be more or less on board with um, helping the, with the process of getting an event set up. I think, I don't know if this is still the case, that at the moment half the cost of a Parkrun is uh, set up, is provided by Parkrun centrally and half of it needs to be uh, raised locally, so either stumped up by the local council or otherwise other forms of fundraising. For us it was fairly easy. We were the second event in the borough of Southwark. There have since been, no, third event, and there's a fourth one now. We had the money, we just needed to help lay out a course, get a team together to help make sure we can deliver this event each week. Um, and that's what we did. So five and a half years later, we're still here. How big is Park Run going to be? The growth of this as a thing is just exponential. Five, ten years down the line, what do you think it's going to be like? Shall I take that one? Yeah. <laughs> if Southwark becomes 600 strong on a localised basis, how will you feel about that, Mike? Been happy with 600? Well, it's funny. Every six months, every year, we seem to have a conversation of, oh, are we approaching the limit of how many people we can have at Parkrun? And we had this conversation three or four years ago, and we're having it now. Uh, you'd be surprised how many people you can fit running around three laps on a track. And how, six. Many, how many were there today? Today... Three, four hundred, I think. Yeah. I'm not sure an exact number. But. When I was doing Bush the early days, and again, there were quite a few people, we were going for runs and having conversations, thinking, when this gets to 500, this is going to be too big. And yeah. of course, they've had 1700 at one point as their record. And I've been a big firm believer in terms of the sky's the limit. I mean, when uh, Parkrun was having a few numbers, people started to get interested, so you end up building out a thousand, two thousand, so on. Okay, it's a nice thing, it's a nice idea, it might be okay. Then it started to snowball a little bit more, events come on board, 10,000, 20,000, 50,000. You get your arbitrary benchmarks, 100,000, and then of course people's ears prick up, like, what is this? And the word of mouth spreads, media starts to show an interest. 40th anniversary, now you're getting Sky and the BBC going to Bushy Park and they, they profile the 14th anniversary. Ah, oh, this wonderful thing that Parkrun is, and it's and it's exponentially grown, as it were. The global side of things has definitely expanded most of all. UK has kept continuous of sort, but it hasn't um, been the prime focus. You've got other countries which have then helped the, the explosion of the attendance in South Africa and Australia. So at the moment, while you're saying 250,000, oh, is this where it's going to stay? No, not by any means. You've got Japan coming on board soon. So uh, multiple other countries. The events aren't slowing down in the UK. Their ability to start new events isn't limited anymore. The population of this planet is 7 billion or 7.5 billion, whatever. 250,000 is tiny. Um, a million, two million. I mean, again, if you asked people, uh, said to people, two hundred fifty thousand people a week ten years ago, you'd get laughed at. Five hundred got laughed at with Bushy. A million, two million. Having spoken to Paul Sinter Hugh at the founder last week, in terms of as long as the money's there, they're going to keep on going. It's a never-ending thing. Do you think Parkrun will ever get too big to the point that it loses its identity? Because to me what's so charming about it is that community feeling. If we end up at the point where every single borough in London and then every single place in the world has got a Parkrun, will it start to lose itself a bit? Hi, I'm Douglas Cameron. I'm an event ambassador for Parkruns. I help set up new new Parkrun events and I think uh, the reason that it, I don't think that it will get like that is that every single event is organised by a local team of volunteers. So this amazing thing where you've got 1600 events around the world you've got teams of local people who are interested in the uh looking after their own event and protecting that and making that the best thing that it can possibly be so every single one has similarities but they're all unique and they're all all brilliant so longevity is 
preserved. In terms of you saying protection as well, is that that's key, core and essential. They have these founding principles and in terms of it being kept, they want that uh, experience on a Saturday morning to be the same that it was at the beginning is that you're going to have all these different enterprises and you have commercial factors but as long as the the layman turns up does their free weekly time run the volunteers go about their business and are happy doing it and go away again that is has to be protected and, and bubbled so unless something massively drastic happens and who knows down the line you never we can never predict everything but the founding principle is going to be kept the same there's very little uh, sponsorship infringement i mean these guys are volunteers you don't need to be promoting things you're not having to sell anything you're not having to market anything and so that's quite protected people don't feel like it's impinged it's interesting how they still understand that the principles are that you protect the event at the event level so i, I can't see it changing massively something i want to ask because we our podcast is all about athletics we go to all around the world traveling to different athletics meetings and it's very kind of competitively based um, athletics clubs competitions Part one seems separate from any kind of structural athletics. We, as running round today, there's an athletics track in, in the park. Is there any kind of cooperation or anything with athletics cu- clubs? Yes. Ellie's jumping at the door. So I wasn't really into running at all before Parkrun. Um, Case sitting next to me actually introduced me to Parkrun. And through that, um, the, the Southwark Park Athletics track opened up really recently. A huge number of Southwark Park runners have since joined London City Athletics Club. So we have this really amazing relationship where um, we were introduced to the Athletics Club through Parkrun. And similarly, the Athletics Club provide lots of volunteers for Parkrun. Uh, so now they'll I mean I've got into cross country since then uh, we started doing track meets and we've actually got interested much well me personally in watching athletics so I've been to (laughs) (laughs) there's so much crossover honestly Um, yeah we've become I mean we're we're massive Laura Mia fans whatever she's doing we will be watching it Uh, we've been to watch um, the the world championships last year um, I mean we have an amazing time going to watch the night of the 10,000 meter PB yeah. I made everyone come to that for my birthday last year. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so it's got to the point where I love athletics and I love parkrun, and I think, oh, they just complement each other They're so well. And yeah, this is not what we've always said about so not just parkruns, but lots of different things that we don't think athletics does a great job of promoting itself. And these kind of opportunities are often missed opportunities to to hear that there is that crossover and it is bringing new people into the sport. Not just people who go out jogging, but they actually to think. Uh, were you involved in athletics? I know part one's not competitive, but you can be competitive in a different in a different scenario, and also just to become fans as well. That's exactly what we want to hear. So I'm very pleased. There's about no that. reluctance on Parkrun as part to be involved in athletics. I, again, I was volunteering by chance last year. I've been a big athletics fan over the years. They're not mutually exclusive in that in that sense. And that, that what I think is a bit of an issue in terms of it is that like say, athletics doesn't promote itself very well. What has happened, I think, is athletics certain quarters, certain old guard have looked at Parkrun as being a detrimental thing they haven't given it time or opportunity to say what is this what's good about it how can we work with it or use it to help facilitate and stuff there is a massive pool of potential talent here but rather than go look at it in that sense they've gone it's going to be detrimental to be negative first we don't want to get involved it's going to be bad and they've closed the doors off because there's so many cross-promotion things you could do you could get athletes to come down to part ones you could like you could give discounts to people to part ones to athletics events there's so much different things you can do but I totally agree with you I think there has been a, a reluctance and it often is 
on the part of athletics and reluctance to engage with lots of other things. Certain coaches, certain coaches are very old school, and I again running club member for years, athletics and uh, meets and tracks and everything. There have been I can give you countless anecdotes of coaches going, I don't like parkrun, I don't like what it stands for, therefore my athlete cannot go there. And it's and weird, but every time an athletics club will engage with parkrun, they'll suddenly find that they're the pool and the talent rises and my, uh, my running club has doubled in size because it's engaged with park and you can find countless instances of this and and yeah I think it'd be nice to be symbiotic the, the night of the 10,000 um, night of the 10,000 PBs That's if I can get the name right I still haven't beat it I'm, I desperately want to go and I will go but all the park run staff HQ staff are always there helping out you've got a lot of volunteers helping out there it's very much intrinsically tied in if you allow it to be can I ask a question about the competitive nature? Now, we we have, since we, like, for the recording of this, this um, podcast, basically said all the wrong things on <laughs> multiple occasions. I've been asking people about their PBs and about beating people and winning. Now, I'm told this is completely wrong, so can you explain that, that to me? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Hi, it's Casey Lloyd here. I'm also a park run ambassador and a run director at Southwark. I think that looks completely different for everybody, but park run takes away for me the competitive um, you know, element. It, it's just about going out and having fun, running at whatever pace you want. Today I wanted to go a little bit faster, but other weeks I'll run around with my friends and we'll chat and you know, speak to everyone going around. And, and it's just it's really, really great. It takes the pressure off. It's, it's really enjoyable. And one thing we've seen as well, which is great, not just at Southwark, but across the board, is um, a drop in the average times so people are coming who aren't going just to you know beat their PB or get a really great time but just going to enjoy it and run at whatever time that is for them so um, it, it's not competitive and it, it's not a race it's a run and it's there to be enjoyed just as that you, you say it's not competitive and I, I accept yeah accept I mean you, you, it can be competitive if you want it to be but that's totally up to you and it's only you you know you're only ever running for yourself you're not running for anyone else it's it's all about you so I, I fully appreciate that and it's yeah. actually a really good ethos because it allows it's inclusive you know people aren't worrying about that sort of thing but is it frowned upon to be um, competitive Absolutely not. Um, in the way I look at it is that you can be competitive with yourself. Does that, does that sound okay? Because I, I mean, PBs are a thing that is talked about at Parkrun, and I know it's not about racing other people, and it's certainly not about winning. It, but it is okay to go out and push yourself absolutely to the limit and see what you can do. And I've definitely, I most weeks of parkrun I'll jog around chat to people but there are times when I will go and absolutely push myself to the limit to the point where I'm nearly throwing up in the finish funnel and that's okay to do as well I think I feel like <laughs> it definitely there, is there is very much a, a nuanced understanding I came at it very much in the early days from running around blasting it and so on um, and going at it, going after that number one token and so on, and, and enjoy that. At the same point, I also enjoy it now for different purposes and reasons. That there is, a, that can be frowned upon in terms of there is a slight reverse elitism, and that's the term that I use. Is that the people can uh, again treat park on how they want it to be done. That's always expressed, but it's this. Oh, it's not a race can be used in the wrong way. It's not about saying you therefore cannot race it. People misinterpret that. It depends on how they use that. Of course you can turn up, you can blast, you can go around in 15 minutes and people appreciate that. As park runners, we then watch Mo Farah blast around the track really quick and we appreciate that performance. But when people are a bit sensitive over that, going, oh, they're running really quickly, I think what tends to be people can get tired with the brush is that if you get one slightly aggressive faster runner to go, get out of my way, they go, all faster runners are... are, are, are 
nasty and, and spiteful and sort of like and belligerent and get my way and these one instances happen this happens across the board though across everybody it's like tiring anybody with any particular brush or stereotyping but you are allowed to come and race yourself and race that time you can go up alongside someone look Douglas was running around this morning having three people around with him he was racing them the event itself is still not about that. He, Douglas comes away. Did you get number one token today, Doug? Yeah, I was fourth today. There you go. Oh, <laughs> yes. But doesn't but lose. But, <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe you just said that. <laughs> but but lose but lose. The thing is, ultimately, loses nothing and wins nothing. And you come back next week and go again. And if, if you want, if you're putting the importance on your positions, and you you kind of miss the point a little bit. We've got a lot of incredibly quick runners at Southwark, and we've had people run around in sub 15 minutes. And it's so incredibly rare that that causes any issues. Most people think it's incredible. These seeing these runners go past, it's really amazing to watch. And people are, for the most part, people are really nice and polite. They're not screaming at people to get out the way. They find their way through the crowds. It's it's a challenge with a lapped course. There's always going to be potential congestion points, and it's something we're always aware of as a volunteer team. We try and make sure that there's wide turnings and things like that. But for the most part, everyone loves seeing the faster runners, and everyone loves seeing the slower runners. And I think there's pace for everyone within that. Take two. Okay. Take two. Hi, I'm Kathy Freeman, and you're listening to the Backstreet Boys. Yeah! <laughs> We've got such a wealth of experience and diversity of experience around the table. I was wondering if you could each, in a sentence, in a quick anecdote, in something, tell us what it is that makes Parkrun so special in your eyes. In three words, that sounds like some other podcast that doesn't talk about Parkrun. <laughs> um, Coffee with your friends is what Parkrun is for me. I, I, you, you show up every week for the chat in the Weatherspoons afterwards. <laughs> you don't show up to it, the, the 5K sort of, you know subsidiary to that it's to catch up with everyone would you be saying everyone. that if you finished first today <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no comment <laughs> so it's about everything that goes on outside the race yeah, for you absolutely it's not a race <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's alright we'll get it okay. because this is the first time that I've ever done a park run and then spent time with people that I didn't know before if I've gone before with a friend I've gone and done something with them afterwards we've gone to a different cafe or we've gone back to one oh, of the I other I'd go back to bed <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I'm about to do now. It's just a completely different way of approaching it, and it's turned, you know, it's taken up the whole morning. But actually, it's been so much nicer and richer because of it. For me, I think it's always you might notice the theme here. It's about the community, and it's about parkrun events all being sort of more than the sum of their parts. You come to a parkrun event, you see everything that happens. You see the magic, you see the vibe, you see the friendly nature of it all, and all of that is. Uh, it's a consequence of all the people that come there. It's the people that are managing the event, it's the volunteers there on the day, it's all the runners. It's hundreds of people every week, and that is different in every single event. Um, it is different over time at every event. Our event five years ago had a different set of people, and it felt different to how it is now. And the way that it kind of becomes its own living thing, and it's it's got its own personality, every event wherever you go as tourists you get a different feel people will then sit there and talk about well, what was this event like what was that event like because there's a lot to talk about and there's a lot of difference in what they were like it's knowing that there's somewhere you can go um, once a week you're going to see a load of people that you know you're going to have a load of fun you can run around you can absolutely smash yourself to pieces or you can jog around chatting to your friends in like me today in a dinosaur onesie <laughs> and um, I mean we as as a group at Southwark have done the most ridiculous 
things. We've been um, we've been over yeah. to a race in Germany and stopped <coughs> off for a park run in Poland on the way because why wouldn't you? Um, we've been on holidays together. We've been to races all around the world. Uh, we've been to park runs around the world, um, and we've just made a ridiculous number of friends. And now when I walk around the area near here, most of the people that I bump into and know is through park run, which is really lovely. Yeah. It's my happy place. You know, every week it's a constant wherever I go. Um, there's lovely people to me and um, as Ellie said I can really go for it and rinse myself or I can chill and enjoy myself it's, it's, it's absolutely brilliant and everyone that I've met through it you know, have, have, has just been fantastic the things it's given to my family and friends as well I can't thank Parkrun enough for that it's you know, just such a simple concept but it's, it's done so much um, it's got me into athletics it's, it's opened so many doors yeah it's just brilliant I really enjoy it and so many nice people how long have you got? <laughs> How much memory is left on this phone? Uh, I've got hundreds of episodes of Parkrun podcasting out there trying to sum it all up. That um, heart and sleeve kind of time and always being very aware that you don't want to be too evangelical because it can come across and end up being like it's people can call it very like church and so on and it's helping your life sort of thing and it's and it's not about the run it's superfluous and I'll be honest with you I've mentioned this on our own podcast at the moment going through a bit of a bad time uh, mentally but going through the week it struggles and like Casey touched upon it in terms of it's the happy time is that the Saturday morning it's the one thing I look forward to it, it's that, that I guess maybe a crutch but it's key and core and I feel a bit alive I feel like I'm going to be happy I'm going to enjoy it it's something that I really can pour a lot of heart and soul into the fact is it's reconnecting communities and networks that these guys I would never have met without this I wouldn't have met I wouldn't be sat here now speaking to you guys if it wasn't for that and I feel like I have a place and um, so what Parkour means to me is a lot is a hell of a lot and uh, I think people end up saying things like uh, I know people who have had dark periods in their life and it's saved their lives I've spoken to these people recently volunteers and ambassadors um, it gives you purpose and reason and, and it's, I gotta say it sounds very again sort of maybe a bit too evangelical and church like but really does a lot for the soul Hi I'm Greg Rutherford and you're listening to the Backstraight Boys You're a pro aren't you? Well you know <laughs> Park from Southwark what's the best part one to do? Oh gosh you don't ask that question <laughs> <laughs> I just did <laughs> No, every single one I do. <laughs> ultimately, if you end up saying one is better than the other, then ultimately you're saying all the ones are worse. And they are the same but different. Each week is different at every different location. And I truly mean this. I'm not just paying lip service. The whole Parkrun thing, the Parkrun global community is the best thing, not an individualised event. But there's some are prettier than others. So oh, someone, yeah. else, <laughs> someone else can be an answer. Is anyone going to give the undiplomatic answer? <laughs> <laughs> because people, the, you, if you do polls, there are ones like Fountains Abbey will come out there. It's a World Heritage site. Fabby, it's Fabby. so beautiful. It's it's a world heritage and it is and so it's beautiful fantastic Abbey. Abbey. I, I, I really loved um, Rutland Water when I was there but it struck a chord with me that particular morning and yes you're going to have certain courses which aren't as picturesque but they always have something about it which makes it more than that aesthetically you're right they are Chris, it's fishing. the one we went to recently it started on the beach uh, in Barry Island absolutely stunning really really gorgeous so if you want to see view uh, for a weekend away go over to Wales it's gorgeous what's the ugliest park run <laughs> <laughs> I've had, I've had, I've, I'll be honest with you, I've had ugly experiences. That's 
interesting because you don't hear about those. No, they're not on the Parkrun website, funnily enough. No, and you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't again. You don't want to particularly do that. You don't want to go on your Facebook profile and just complain and moan all the time. And it's not about that. It's about the FFS and uh, face and of Parkrun. But no, I've had bad occasions. I've had bad interactions, and I've had bad interactions via the podcast or being in the position I am with uh, Parkrun. But that's part and parcel of life, and I don't hang on that. But there's so many positives. You, you focus on that and you brush the negatives aside. I think that's the thing is the ratio of good experiences to bad experiences is so, so weighted towards the positive. Everyone I've spoken to today waxes lyrical mm-hmm. about this as a phenomenon. So Park Run is currently the largest mass participation event in the world, if I've got that mm-hmm. right. Is there anything that can rival it or is Park Run going to reign supreme for a while now? It's got the jump on everyone else, I think. It really has. I don't think it's trying to win as well, no. which is part of it. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's happening because people love it so much. It's not, it hasn't got huge worldwide ambitions in terms of we want to be the biggest event in the world. They want to provide this amazing experience for people and people want that, mm-hmm. so it will keep growing that way. I don't think they're seeking world domination in and and companies that have ambition to then try and replicate and do that are doing it for the wrong reasons and when they have tried and attempted it they've missed a few points if you look at what they're doing and why they're not quite striking a chord it's because they're not quite seeing it in the right way naming no names I'd like to thank all our volunteers today big round of applause for the volunteers thank you very much for talking to us today you've got three new converts (laughs) who we weren't converted for I'll be back to I'll be back to Southwark I'll be checking your results I'll be checking your ID every week to see if you've gone back I'll be keeping tabs thank god I mentioned barcodes last night because I mentioned it about 11 o'clock in a whatsapp to the boys don't forget your barcodes and Bear went barcodes I got up really early and went to the office to print it out so like hardcore but we'll be back um, if not well definitely to Southwark because it's local to me but um, I've got Southwark there's loads in Southwark so I've got unscored for choice you know half of us now as well exactly Hi, I'm Dina Asher-Smith, and you're listening to the Back Straight Boys. Boys, we have time for a few final, final reflections on our wander back to the station. Bayo, first-time park runner, are you completely converted? Well, I'd always thought there wasn't one near me, but it turns out there's one right near me, so um, <laughs> I have no excuses anymore, do I? Um, yeah, it was great, and what's really good about it is you can get up and do it, and it's that kind of... Um, community spirit thing isn't it mm-hmm. so getting up and going for a run on a Saturday morning which I often mean to do but Betty's calling <laughs> if you think that like you're going to go and there's going to be other people there you're going to know them you know and it's, as you say it's not competitive either which is is good in many ways because you're not like thinking I've got to beat your PB or something you've just got to get up and do it it's the most important thing it's mm-hmm. actually you know getting off your ass and doing it isn't it I loved it I did see a whole, see a whole new side to it today because when I've gone agree. I've never really talked to anybody mm-hmm. I didn't know about the social side I didn't know people went for drinks afterwards so that was really cool it, it is slightly cultish it is, yes it is slightly cultish <laughs> but is that a bad thing necessarily I think there's worse cults you can belong to <laughs> um, I have to say one thing one downside is that whilst I've got up this morning and I've hit all my Fitbit markers and I've like, <laughs> done my steps already and all the rest mm. of it um, I also had a large veggie breakfast in the pint <laughs> so <laughs> swings around about, you know? <laughs> Completely agree though. I've never, like I said, gone to a park run and done anything other than head off afterwards and it's been hours and it's been really lovely and everyone you speak to is just brimming with enthusiasm. So I'm yeah. sold. So next week, Claire? I think I'm going to do it. I might go to a different one um, nearby me. I might go to Peckham Rye this time. I liked the tourism aspect. I definitely mm. want to start going to different events. I'm only going within a mile of my house though. already <laughs> <laughs> just such a diva. <laughs> It's been so good to be back podcasting after a month off. We've got a couple of long-form interviews coming up. We've got up. some big names right, so coming let's up. Let's just say, we've got some 
World and Olympic champions who have promised to come on. Nailing them down is slightly trickier, but it's in the works, isn't yeah. it? And it turns out the ultra-olds got a kick back to Inesta Barber. So, um, shame. You've been listening to the Backstraight Boys and Girl. We'd love to hear your thoughts. I think we're going to have a couple of new listeners now that we've entered the <laughs> parkrun sphere. So please do leave us a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, as it is now called, or wherever it is that you get your Backstreet Boys and Girl fix or you can find us on Twitter I'm at Claire underscore G Thomas and we're at the Backstreet B no we're not no we're not <laughs> at Backstreet B I do it every week oh you're turning into <laughs> Kathy Freeman Jodie <laughs> <laughs> it's been lovely running with you both enjoy your weekend see you soon bye bye